we are recording. And we are starting off this podcast. Let me get to the right page on the news. Hero of Time, will you join us? You can sit down there and be difficult. He's not quite sure about the recorder. Yeah, I don't give a shit. You can sit down there and be difficult. All right. Start off here. And a wanna, and a two. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I, of course, am the Matt Man, and we are reporting live from the Matt Cave. With me is my brother Steve, and we are going to go through the news here. Old man has been quarantined for the time being. He is a little bit of acid reflux messing with his throat, which makes sense. Makes sense. That'll get you. A little bit of Prilosec and some well rest is all he needs. He's going to be editing this all together. So that's my dig at you for uh, this podcast, since you're not here. And, uh, of course, I, uh, going through, I always scribble down some notes. And uh, with the, the goings-on in the game industry of the week, and I was just telling Steve, it's like I was told before, when I'm going through my notes, it does seem like a bit of, uh, looking through it, it looks like the rantings of a madman. So we'll start off with this segment, the Mad News. This is pretty much like the video game industry. (laughs) Capping on that moment right there, because this is a mad moment in the video game industry. Recently released was uh, Gearbox CEO. He gets paid off, uh, he gets a pair of lawsuits. He gets paid off $12 million from the company Gearbox as like an advance, okay? And... uh, Randy Pitchford, he is behind Borderlands and Aliens, Colonial Marines. Uh, Mr. Pitchford has a a lawsuit against him, which is very, I'll say, interesting. And then you have Wade Callender, former uh, former general counsel for Gearbox. Gearbox was accusing Wade, Wade Callender of misappropriating funds. For his own gain. So he was skimming off the company and popping it into Swiss Swedish bank account. Generally it's a Swiss bank account, but go on. Swedish, Swiss, you know, I mean it, it's all cheese. Um so he exploited them for their money and trust. They made sure to put that there. And trust. Yeah. They, yes, they feel like they've been wrong. Especially when it was coming up. <laughs> so calendar countersued Pitchford. Breaching his fiduciary duties, exploiting Gearbox, uh, uh, employees, property, and to fund personal cravings. So, the personal cravings that they are talking about is what is referred to as, they're calling a peacock party. So, a peacock party is, in this case, when a bunch of men... Line up, I'm guessing in robes, there's probably some candles, maybe a little bit of Kenny G playing. I've been thinking about this a lot, huh? A little bit. And (laughs) they expose themselves to young boys to Mr. Pitchford's amusement. So he finds it funny when an older man shows his dick to a young man. Just showing. Just showing. From what I've seen from the accusations, it's just showing your genitalia to a young man made him laugh. And that's why he threw the parties. Not only him, 
His wife was there. So his wife liked this as well. I mean, I guess they both got off on watching, you know, older men show their dick to, you know, young kids. Like, God damn! Like, what kind of enjoyment would you get? I don't know. And they trusted this guy making video games. Well, I mean, I mean, Borderlands was a really fucked up game, if you look we at it. We now know where it came from. <laughs> Some of the motivation of, of Borderlands. And it's all accusations, of course. Nothing has been legally proven. Allegedly. Yeah, exactly. It's all alleged. And the thing about it gets me is that it doesn't just stop at the peacock parties. Allegedly, it gets worse. in 2014, he was on a company dinner at Medieval Times, and he left behind a USB drive, which contained, they say, underage porn. Everyone frowns upon that. Now, underage is under 18. He, he tries to justify himself, but this doesn't. This still doesn't make me feel good because an employee of Medieval Times found the USB drive, knew it was from somebody from Gearbox, because Gearbox's main headquarters is just down the road for a piece, in country terms, from uh, Medieval Times in Texas. So, how did he know? Did he a, there was a big party, you know, did, so it was probably like the waiter cleaning up, saw oh, the okay. USB drive. Oh, shit. Oh, this is these guys. He didn't have his name here. on the outside of the USB. <laughs> Randy Pitchford. <laughs> Underage porn. Don't share. <laughs> so, he ends up calling Feel them. Feel nonchalant. Like. <laughs> now, he calls them, but before he does so, like, Anybody would. He looks at the contents of the USB drive. Yep. So so that brings us to Randy Pitchford hearing this. CEO says, get me that USB drive now. <laughs> so you would think he would then want to like, hey, this is mine. I'm going to destroy it. He wanted a copy made. Okay. And then allegedly asked Wade Callender... To go get it, and Wade got the USB off of the kid, told whoever was copying the content to delete it, and then gave him the USB. Well, I want you to delete it. Now, I'm going to walk away and trust you. (laughs) (coughs) So, now this is all alleged. However, the day of, or like the day after, around when these accusations were coming out publicly, he went on a podcast... Um, I don't think I wrote down the name of the podcast. So, I don't think that's important. They don't want to be associated with underage porn. Yeah, so the pod, he was on a podcast, and essentially he equated female ejaculation to a magic trick. Now, I'm going to tie this to the USB drive. He likes watching cam girls, and if you don't know... Girls will uh, set up a website. They'll no, I've never heard of the internet. <laughs> Enlighten me. <laughs> they'll set up a camera. They'll you know entertain men of their chat room, and they so they play video them. games like yeah. Twitch. Yeah, exactly, it's like Twitch except adult Twitch. <laughs> so, oh, <clears throat> they end up. <clears throat> they end up. Um, he saves the video. 
And then he takes the video, uh, he has it on the thumb drive. He says he wanted to investigate that video. That's why it was on there. Because he believes that female ejaculation isn't real. And that she was performing a magic trick. I'm not talking to Merlin. Here's a lightning bolt and some fireballs. He thought David Copperfield, boom, I just squirted you in the face. What? No, I didn't. Oh, I don't know. It's magic. He equated that out to magic. Okay. I can tell you, man, it's not a fucking myth. It's not a myth. It's not a magic trick. It's it's just urine. Yeah, it's just piss. So, I mean, I guess we figured out the magic trick. They they just piss on you. Like yep. R. Kelly. Yeah. Just giving you a gigantic <laughs> golden shower. Oh, 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 no, that's ejaculation. What? Is it? Are you sure that wasn't piss? No, that was totally ejaculation. Okay. So... That's a fucked up story. It's all allegations, but I imagine that Gearbox, whew, not too happy with <laughs> with their CEO, but they're standing by him, man. They're saying that everything's al- alleged and it's not um, that bad. I'm going to go on a little bit less darker of a story. It's on a trailer that I saw. Um, James Gunn is taking his stab at superhero horror films. Now, it's not un... Un, you know, known because you see uh, New Mutants coming out. That's going to be a survival or, or uh, a horror superhero movie with mutants in a kind of like, uh, I think it's like an asylum kind of mm-hmm. scary thing. <clears throat> now, this one's called Brightburn. It's an alternative reality of Superman. And it's a, they have a trailer. And I got to say, it's like Kid. You know, prepubescent boy, Superman, with laser vision, flight, and super fucking strong. Like, he's taking a horror look at this, and I think that is such a good idea. That could be good. I mean, you look at Superman, and they have different alternative realities of the Red Sun, Superman, and um, the Arrowverse did... uh, or, well, not the Arrowverse, but the Arrowverse crossover, they had, like, a, they went to Earth-X, was which was Nazi World. Nazi World. Yeah, they didn't call it Nazi World, because that makes it sound like an amusement park. <laughs> Please, come to Nazi World! I think I'll be avoiding that park. I don't think they... We they have bratwurst! No Jews allowed! <clears throat> so, Nazi World. In the comics, there was, like, a, that kind of a realm. And Superman, you know, obviously... Um, but Superman fighting the Nazis in Nazi in, world as a Nazi. Like, there's been a Superman. If you look at the multiverse, there it is the theory that every possible outcome is its own universe. Okay. So if you are sitting there without a phone, that's a universe of us doing a podcast without a phone. Okay. A podcast with us without a recorder is just us sitting here and talking like normal. but um the next one i have is fallout 76 really still going with that i'm still sticking strong with it fallout apparently they have a a secret room which is the first time i've heard of it but it was in fallout 4 and uh fallout 76 and i believe um probably all i think new vegas and it was a developer room they have all items in that room. Through a mod, 
and some other illegal tango that they don't want you to find out how, they ended up uh, breaking into the developer room and finding one sole NPC in the game, in the developer room. Wow, one guy. No voice acting, just a guy, and he is simply there to be just shot and beat and stabbed and whatever the fuck you want because all the weapons and all the power armor, including unreleased content. Okay. They were trying to break in there to get the unreleased content to give to their other friends because they knew they would get banned. They knew it. It was going to happen. Well, obviously. You're breaking into something that you're not supposed to be. And it's not medieval England, like in Game of Thrones. You're in a fucking electronic environment. They see you entering and exiting. They can find you. They generally don't like it when you do that sort of thing. Eurogamer reported this, and they kind of broke it out. But the guy's name was Wooby. Wooby? Wooby. Wooby! Like Like the toy you throw for a dog to bring back? Yeah. Go go get your Wooby. Go get your Wooby. Yeah, or even like a child, sometimes a child's blanket's called a wooby. Like something that's okay. to be discarded. It's not, you know what I mean? So he was never really that, but they've also banned users. And then the only way for them to get back into Fallout 76, like anybody wants to be there. Like Fallout 76 has turned into New Jersey. Nobody wants to fucking go there. If you're there, yeah, you got stuff to do. And there's, you know, all right, run away from ocean. bears. Yeah, you know, but. Fallout 76 has really become New Jersey, and if you want to enter, you have to tell them how you got back into the developer room. You have to go to customer support, customer support. so you have to talk to customer service. If you made like, the game, Anybody wants to talk to customer service, those assholes. If you made the game, shouldn't you know how they would get in there in the first place? I guess not. Well, I mean, you're also looking at hackers and people who actually are a lot more intelligent than me in like, the computer realm. They don't think of it as magic. Well, this is a game based on, look how much work we didn't do. Exactly. And, I mean, there's always that thing, and now you can at least say, yeah, Fallout 76 had at least one NPC that was just meant for you to just treat him like a $20 whore. Okay. And that's what we have to learn from that. Another big news story that happened. Um, Activision and Bungie... Broke up. They're they broke not, up? Yeah, they're not were they talking. dating? Yeah, they're not talking. They were in okay. a 10-year relationship, and halfway through, Bungie said, fuck you, I'm out. Yes, like many. Activision being part of EA. EA, not a very popular company ever. Just they fucking ever. That's, that's they have their moments, but... Yeah. But uh, tensions were high between the two due to Activision's disappointment with sales from the Destiny 2 expansion the recent one uh, Forsaken, uh, the Forsaken expansion which Destiny was always by the end of their DLC and their season they always kind of course corrected the game but the thing that I think most gamers find frustrating is the developer saying well I'll fix it later it's like no, no, buying no. a house and not having a roof. No, no, no. I want you to give me the game completed. Yeah, I'm paying you for this money. Destiny, you have to pay for expansions, like all games. It's DLC. They call it an expansion. That was just like uh, back in the day. Like, oh, Sims. You got the Sims. And then here's a, an expansion. And oh, here's another expansion. Here's a game that 
it's not now really that you got all the expansions, we're gonna give you a new game, but yeah. we're gonna take out all that content we've created <laughs> and so sell it to you again. In a way, expansions were the previous DLC. And mm. they're going back to that original term, I find, because expansions were all right, here's my here's it's a game, but it's not really a finished game. So I'm not really gonna go all into that uh, uh, you know, detail with that, but um uh, it, I went to my buddy Dan, and I asked him, I want to pull up his uh, message, because I asked him what, uh, Dan Birch, uh, I asked him what was his, what really turned him off of Destiny. And it kind of came back to what a lot of people were saying, which was they were, it was the lack of difficulty in content, the massive drop-off in their player base, microtransactions, which are always a huge plague in this industry, is microtransactions and companies, it's a struggle. Mm. It's When you go to microtransactions, it's the company trying to get more money back so they can put more into their game. Logistically, you have to have money to do it. They use their budget to to give you the game. Wherever that is, they overpromised if they need to fix it with expansions. So, so microtransactions to whereas if you look at it like Epic and you use it as purely cosmetic, people buy cosmetics. CSGO, Counter-Strike Global Offensive proved that when they had their online marketplace, you could buy mm-hmm. a knife skin for over a thousand US dollars. But it doesn't make the knife better. No, it's just a skin. People were they were using money just for cosmetics. And now, CSGO is free. They have their own eSports league. People are never going to not play that game. It's going to go down in history as up there with uh, COD and all the other greats as a good first-person shooter, mm. multiplayer. And it was PC's COD. And, you know, it it, 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 it it was good, but microtransactions have always been there in a sense to where, like I said, it started with kind of expansions. But it's the way they get back. Lack of content within the DLCs. Less events and less reasons for you to actually go in. Destiny 2 was more shot at casual players who weren't used to the Destiny format because they were coming out on PC. This was the first one that they had done. And... Release time between DLCs, end game content, lack of knowledge of 95% of the players, and that goes down to the casual aspect. As soon as you mm. got into Destiny 2, a lot more noobs were flood in, sucking out a lot of the older people because they had no reason to be there with a whole bunch of people. They're not Obi Wan Kenobi, they're not yep. meant to be your fucking Yoda. And with that, I don't see it. The blame is split between the two companies. But I don't see Bungie producing a Destiny 3 by themselves in their normal three-year period. Well, now that their wife left, what else are they going to do with them start time? I don't see them going to microtransactions, because that's what Mm. uh, Activision wanted. Yeah. Activision was more trying to go towards uh, microtransactions and getting more uh, out of the dollar than as to Bungie always wanting to stand by the people. And I'm not saying they're not going to put out good shit. They have done it in the past. They'll try. You know, but just because your dad didn't beat you tonight doesn't mean he's not going to beat you tomorrow. (laughs) 
And I don't know. We'll have to see where Destiny goes with that. It's not something that um, I see going well. Activision, there's there's just... it. These game companies aren't going anywhere, but in the same aspect, it's not something that is going to be easy going off of that. I could see them getting the, the, the new newly dropped uh, Star Wars title. Mm-hmm. Uh, Star Wars... EA canceled uh, open world Star Wars game, and it new things have been released since a couple days when it was announced ago. The game itself, you were going to be a bounty hunter, and you were going to travel amongst various different planets in the Star Wars galaxy, being new friends, old friends popping up, classic Star Wars game, and it, it was canceled. You know, dead before it's time. So it's, not, it's not something that I see it us not getting something in the future. And supposedly, EA is adjusted people for a different project, and the project's going to be smaller, and it's slated for summer 2020. So we're not going to see anything Star Wars outside of Jedi The Fallen Order, uh, the mm. respawn game. So the Respawn game, everybody's excited for. I think that's going to be a decent Star Wars game. It's going to get them coming out of the gate strong on the heels of the Battlefront 2 fiasco. Mm-hmm. And now with EA with a smaller title and everybody was super stoked for an open world game, I really don't see them... That would have been a great game. But even like they had like, I think a Darth Maul game. And it was super fucking fantastic. And ah, ah, fuck that. If it looks good, we have to get rid of it. It's Star Wars. We yeah. can't have it. Why would we want something that would succeed? We can't have a good Star Wars game, guys. Let's go back and make another Madden. <laughs> yeah. Um, Audi may have fucked up uh, a potential spoiler for Avengers Endgame. Hmm. Audi did it. Yeah, man. With their new car. Um, Audi outed it. They have <laughs> they have a in car VR experience in one of the games, which it integrates uh, the car's movement into the VR headset. So you'll be sitting in the back seat with the VR headset, and as I'm driving down Edgemont Avenue, you'd be seeing like the, where the giant is. So you're not supposed to use VR when you're in the car while you're driving. driving. Yeah, oh, <laughs> while driving. I was no. doing that totally wrong. <laughs> So, so like, you'd be driving by the giant, and you'd, be, you'd see, like, a fucking Star Destroyer, you know what I mean? Okay. Like, you'd see different shit. So they had Avengers as one of those games available, and they titled it Rockets Rescue Run. Rockets Rescue Run? Rockets Radical Rescue Run? I mean, that would have been too many R's. But yeah. that is leading people to believe that Rocket is going to be the one to save Tony Stark. Well, let the rabbit save him. Especially after Avengers Infinity War, when NASA even said, hey, or when the uh, trailer dropped for Endgame, they were like, hey, we'll help you find Tony. You know, they kind of let that nod out, and NASA's always been kind of cool with that recently. But, I mean... Who else is going to fucking do it? People are like Captain Marvel. They're not going to make Captain Marvel just like, Hey guys! Hey Tony! You need some help? Want me to tell you about the board? Like, no. It's got to be fucking Rocket. He's a goddamn space raccoon. He's, he wants yeah. his ship back. It has his favorite arm on that. Yes. So, uh... 
Spider-Man PS4, they led to believe, uh, they dropped a hint on Twitter that they're getting a fantastic DLC. Okay. Some fantastic news. So they're releasing like extra suit, maybe. Maybe the Incredible mm-hmm. Bagman, where Spider-Man's wearing the fantastic uniform and he has the card, uh, the paper bag over his head. Okay. Or even his event, uh, Fantastic Four uniform. So that's a nice little nod out there because I, I'm in Spider-Man Withdrawal and that's an amazing game and I, um, it's definitely on my radar. I'm gonna have to pick that up. Yeah, they it's, hear they. I hear it's good. It's broken records. Spider-Man, or I'm sorry, not Spider-Man, Iron Man writers are to script a live-action He-Man movie. Live-action He-Man. Live-action He-Man. Art Markham and Matt Holloway from the 2008 Iron Man are writing He-Man. They did that before in the 80s. Yeah, but they also tried to work on work on uh, superhero movies in the eighties too, and that didn't really work out either. So he, I remember He Man in the eighties. It, it was was not a good, not a bad movie. But if then you, again, I was. If you watch the t- the cartoon now from back then, it probably doesn't He-Man, hold up. He Man just looks gay. Yeah, he yeah, just looks yeah, hell. Yeah. <laughs> he just looks gay, which is fine. He Man can be gay. But if you're a five year old, you really don't notice how gay He Man looks. No. No, not at all. Nah, you don't care. And even if he was gay, then he was the first gay superhero. Leave him the fuck alone. Nah, who cares? (laughs) So, uh, what else do I have in the news here? Ubisoft doesn't want to invite Steam to the party. Okay, well. Nobody really likes Ubisoft outside of the Assassin's Creed franchise anyway, but... Ubisoft is making Quite nice a, a, with the other kids in the pool. Damn. Yeah. But they're making they're making kind of waves here for some players. Division 2 is not going to be available on Steam. It's going to be available at the Epic Store and it's mm, available for pre-order now. Now, here's the problem with that. The whole battle to overthrow Steam. It doesn't matter. You're not going you're not going to overthrow Steam. Yeah, for one, yeah, you're not going to. They have streamers on there. They have content creators who are on YouTube, have their own bases, still go to Steam. Everybody loves Steam. Papa Gabe ain't going nowhere. One. Two, I have every other launcher for every other game on my PC. I have my Star Citizen launcher. I have my fucking Ubisoft launcher. I have one for Epic. I have one for all of them. I still log into Steam immediately. Yeah. They're all going to be there. Discord. Yeah, I got you, bud. I'm still not going to you. I still got my main bitch. <laughs> Steam's my wife. You're just my hoe. <laughs> so, we'll see if that actually gives them any kind of edge. I feel like it's just shooting yourself in the foot. Not that that's hurt uh, other games that have excluded from Steam before, such as like State of Decay 2, which on PC, really, eh, really I played yeah. it a couple times. It really didn't kind of hold me it was more of the same with state of decay too pretty much the same just slightly larger yeah and different I mean, maps there's nice, but eh, there's some kind a of a more. like go ahead there with the price now steam their price increases to 88 percent after your first 50 million so after the game has hit 50 million then you get more profit okay epic is just saying fuck it i'll just give you the 88 percent Discord is at like, you know, in the 70s. So, mm-hmm. developer wise, 
I still don't see much of a difference for you to really push your allegiances either way. All right, I'm going to save, what, 10% if I go to Epic, but everybody still has a player basis on Steam. Steam has the bigger arm. Yep, yep. So the other new thing that I saw, Patrick Stewart. Still looks the same day he did on Next Generation. Well, he's been on Android for years. He is going to be on a new Star Trek show in the original timeline as Captain Jean-Luc Picard. Captain Picard still going at it, huh? It's going to be after we saw him in Nemesis and before the J.J. Abrams reboot where the Romulans go back because their homeworld was sucked up by a black hole. It's going to be within that realm, which is really good prime you know, history right there because you can go anywhere with that to lead up to the Romulan, the fall of Romulus because the Romulans were really pricks. They were like yeah. the grouchy neighbors. Even Linky agrees. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm interested to see where that one goes because Star Trek Discovery, the first season kind of, I don't know, they got a second season, which I'm happy with, but they really didn't announce. They didn't have a set day that it was coming on. It's coming. It yeah, they moved it around. Okay. So right. even when I did try to like DVR it, it was all over the place, you know. So you got to go on what CBS All Access, which yeah. is, you know, they're the, the nightclub that you got to pay to enter and you can only go there to see their shit. I understand. But that's the only real property that you have that I want. Yeah. So yeah. you guys got to be a little bit more understanding. Yeah, play play when nice with others. And on the cusp, it is the 17th of January, which means tomorrow is the starting of two epic shows coming back. One being the Grand Tour on a season for a season three. Yes, what we've all been waiting for. The boys are back with a whole bunch of fun. We saw in the trailer they had apparently an American muscle car experience where you see Hammond in the Mustang. Not just Hammond this time. Everybody's in a muscle car. Yeah, James was in the vet and Clarkson was in the Camaro. That sounds like that sounds like Jezzer. Yeah, I feel like that's what I saw. I I may be wrong, but that's what I feel like I saw. I self-identify that I saw that. Um, so okay. I'm the other one I'm really excited for The Punisher season two. Yeah, fans are kind of concerned with the physical appearance of Jigsaw. Jigsaw in the com in the comics is not just a metaphor for his mind being in jigsaw pieces, but okay. it's also his face is literally looking like jigsaw pieces, it's all stitched together. Okay. They didn't go into that much detail. They just added a couple little scars from when Punisher smushed his face on the jagged glass, which seems kind of unbelievable. I smushed your face. It ah. was jagged glass on this uh, merry-go-round, and he's just rubbing it on there like a fucking cheese grater. And he has a couple little baby scars. He's got a couple little scars. Maybe yeah. you should have... Going a little... They're going more, more. Psycho- uh, psychological with this one. <clears throat> whereas it's not going to be something that is going to be physically apparent. But he's still going to be the main baddie. So Punisher, I don't really see it going to be, you know, 
probably won't affect the story, as long as it's a good story. And that's what people keep coming back to it, though. I don't know why people coming back come back to this next guy in the news. Soldier Boy. One hit wonder rapper. In the news uh, a couple podcasts ago, I know I noted that he was in some legal trouble over his console that was essentially an emulator console with a whole bunch of old games on it. Okay. People own the rights to those games, I imagine. And the console itself was directly ripped off and he just said it was the soldier console so he's in legal trouble over that he's People also don't like when you steal he's oh. also made a handheld which looks <clears throat> remarkably like the playstation vita Did, does he work in china <laughs> it's like he has a chinese friend who's like no 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 i got you bro he's got a watch he's got a console and he's got a handheld <clears throat> And he's trying to sell them all. And this is the ultimate desperate move. Okay? Soldier Boy is asking for your money. My money is currently tied up in other ventures. He says the highest donator will be randomly selected and they will receive a free soldier watch and soldier console. It's all right. I'm good. I'm good. Which I'm estimating an estimated value on the internet with shipping with around like probably 200 bucks. So if you spend over that, you're a fucking idiot. If you even go to his cash.me page, you're an idiot. Just leave, just ignore him. Leave him alone. Let him rant in the corner alone. Maybe he'll go away. Probably not. So some big news came up in Forza. Uh, well, not Forza, but it came is going around the industry now with a pair of legal lawsuits against Epic and 2K Games. It's over the emotes, or which is known as the dancing moves in some said games. Fortnite okay. has a couple of dance moves. I've heard of this game. <clears throat> that are um, now under suspicion <coughs> of copyright, uh, like, Laws. Someone owns from the, the rights to a dance? Apparently. Now, apparently <laughs> you can't copyright a common movement or gesture. But that's not saying you can't copyright a dance. Can't copyright the chicken dance. Yeah, so it would be like okay. the chicken dance, right? You couldn't do that. So, Alfonso Ribeiro, otherwise known as Carlton, from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, mm-hmm. for... The Tom Jones Carlton dance. Yeah. That was in Fortnite. It was in NBA 2K. And it was also in Forza. The car wasn't doing the Carlton. You didn't have like a fucking... How did they get the car to do that? That that is something I want to see. If you can get the car to do the dancing, now you're on to something. See a Ferrari 458? (laughs) (laughs) But it was that and the orange backpack kid for the flossing, which is a stupid little dance. Like, You'd know it if you saw it, but the flossing dance and the Carlton dance are the two dances that are being taken off of Forza Horizon 4. Because 
Epic and 2K are in legal lawsuits for that. They're not getting... Microsoft isn't getting sued. They're like, take it down. Take, oh. take it down. Okay. Take it down now. Not even the same names for the move. It's not in the games. They're not even called the Carlton. And I think Fortnite called it the Carlton, which is copyright infringement on the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yeah. But other games, they had those moves named as something different. And it was like, that was it. So I just thought that weird because you can't, obviously, it's a legal gray line there, but you see these people who. Everybody has seen who they are and those dances. And you see Microsoft is like, no, I fuck it, not worth it. No, I'm not going to go there. Yeah, yeah, they're running away. Smart move. Netflix has a smart move. Okay. Talk about a great segue, wasn't that? That That was awesome. It's a good segue. Netflix reveals the ultimate fuck you to Donald Trump. They're making a Space Force movie. Space Force movie. Who would you want to see as the head of this Space Force in this movie? Well, TV series, they're saying. Comedic TV series. And co... uh, Where is it? Co-creator and star... Seth MacFarlane? Steve Carell. Oh, okay. Yeah, that'd be good, too. Oh, my God. Steve Carell from The Office fame and Daily Show. Amazing. Amazing. I'm going to watch that. I'm going to watch that. They're going to make fun of Trump. I'll give it at least, I'll give it an episode like uh, the uh, the Caveman show. I give oh, it about yeah, yeah. 10 minutes. Yeah, the guy goes Caveman. I give you a chance. I remember calling Dad and asking him to record that show on the VCR <laughs> because I wanted to see it. I was like, make sure you record the Caveman. <laughs> and it got like three episodes. But that was, I, I liked the, the one episode. It, it, it sucked. It was horrible. <laughs> it, was it was terrible. Horrible. Everybody just liked the commercials. They're like, they should make that a show. Yeah, that no. was a horrible show. Don't do that. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not Frasier. It's not going to be Frasier. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, now this was an interesting one. Um, PUBG. I've heard of this as well. Yeah. Um. PUBG has a mobile app. Now, it's a battle royale, and uh, it's essentially you have a whole bunch of players, and they're all trying to kill each other off, Lord of the Flies style. Okay. And it was, uh, it's a big concern in India, because they have the mobile online game, and you're just playing, like, regular battle royale. In India, that could be dangerous. I know. You seen how all their fucking streets are? You can get killed. Yeah. <laughs> by a bus. Because it turned down a one-way street. I know. I watched Top Gear. I saw that shit. So their concern is that the kids are on the phones too much. They're glued to the phones 24-7, which in their culture, yeah, that's a big problem having a bunch of people, a billion of you, walking around with your face glued to your phone. I see where they're coming from. Yeah. Oh. They're comparing this to being a more con- serious concern than drug addiction. Okay. Uh, maybe you want to get people to drive on, pick a side of the road and <laughs> yeah, not drive just... on that side consistently. <laughs> maybe we could try that. 
It gives me anxiety looking at any kind of traffic. You know, upgrade your sewage system or... Don't just throw your other? shit out the window. Yeah. yeah, don't just shit on your neighbor's head or whatever you do over there. No offense. That's where heads up came from. Okay. You said heads up when you were tossing shit out the window, <clears> so that way you didn't get shit tossed on you. Glad I was born when I was. <laughs> I know. I should have been born in the 1700s. Really, you did not want to be yeah, born back then. I don't think you want that. Yeah, but it was Jammu and Kashmir student associates in India. They were... a they're bringing this out there, and they're very concerned with PUBG. And I mean, really, that's a bit of natural selection. If your kid's constantly looking at the phone, meanwhile a bus is whizzing by his face four inches from it, if he gets hit, he gets hit. <laughs> that's just where I stand. Um, but uh, yeah, the uh, the Jason Reitman. He is the son to the original director of the film Ghostbusters. He is now set to direct the new Ghostbusters film coming out in 2020, which is based in the original universe in the present day. So back in the 80s, a bunch of fucking weirdos had an ambulance, ran around, Trapping ghosts, and they saved New York. Yeah. And yeah. in the teaser trailer, I showed you the shit. They had the barn, and you saw the back of the Echo One with the fucking license plate and the mm-hmm. old style ass of that ambulance. It gave yep, me a yep. full on nerd, Woody man. I was raging for that. I cannot wait. I hope I don't die until at least twenty twenty one. Actually, what you hope more is you hope they don't fuck it up. Hey, don't fuck it up. I hope they don't fuck it up, but he did say that he was on the set of the original Ghostbusters at the age of six. He said he was the first Ghostbusters fan. They were, they were making His dad was making this movie, and he had all these stars, all this talent. He was there when it was happening. I feel like this is going to be our best shot at a good Ghostbusters movie with yeah, Harold yeah, Ramis gone. Yeah. Harold Ramis was an amazingly brilliant comedic mind. Whoa, so he's not going to be in this one? (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) Well, unless they get that Nazi zombie serum, I kind of feel like Harold Ramis may be out of this. I mean, I was talking with with the old man on the phone. CGI that shit up. I made that kind of a joke. They were like, no, man, they can just CGI him in there like fucking Tron or some shit, you know? Like, they did... You know they did uh, they did Tron really He's well. He's done tons of movies. He's CGI. Have you seen stuff. Samuel L. Jackson's face in the Captain Marvel trailer? Like they can yeah, do amazing totally. shit. You know, like, he's like, what are they gonna do? Splice in footage from Knocked Up? You know, like, Look, man. Like I'm pretty sure they could figure something out there. We just you know dig up his body. It can't be that compo- decomposed yet. Add some strings. Weekend Bernie style that shit. Make him a make him a ghost. <laughs> Make him a ghost in the movie. He doesn't even have to say anything. You can still bring him back in that kind of aspect. But I, I find it hard to believe that Dan Aykroyd wouldn't be involved in this unless he's too busy hunting aliens. Yep. He is a huge alien uh, conspiracy nut. He was on like Larry King or some shit like that, spouting off. and Him and Eddie Bravo. Yeah. Oh my God. I forget. Who played Winston? 
I don't know any. I don't know any actors' names. I know who am I talking? I'm talking to the audience there. Comment below <coughs> if you remember Winston's name. I can't believe I'm brain farting on that, but you know him, Bill Murray. I I just I really want that, and I I know Bill Murray would be hands down. He would be ready for a role in that mm-hmm. because Bill Murray, especially if you haven't seen it, the Bill Murray stories on Netflix. Very amazing documentary on the weird stuff that Bill Murray does. And he's kind of like that oddball guy. He's improv. Which, improv is yes and. And that's how he uh, lives Ernie his life. Hudson? Uh, that is fucking it. Ernie Hudson. God damn. He's been in a lot Thank of you, good Google. shit. He's been in a lot of good shit. Ernie Hudson. <clears throat> and he, he he's still prominent in acting too. And I know he hop on that he was a hot trying to hop on it when they were trying to do this uh when harold ramus was still alive they tried yeah, to make the ghostbusters yeah. ernie hudson was in it and I've, i can't remember if it was bill or dan that wasn't in uh raring to go um but they were all trying to make it happen now we're finally going to see it happen in 2020 and the kid of the guy who made the first one absolutely as you know as well as i do i was a fucking ghostbuster as a kid I had you the had the firehouse and everything. and everything, man. I had the fuck. I had. I was a Ghostbuster, so I can. I will go out to the theaters to see this one. Oh, absolutely! Going out, out there, going out on the town, going out on the town. <clears throat> but um, the other thing I had in here was uh, the petition that Vincent D'Onofrio helped uh, push on, which was to get the Devil's Hell of Hell's Kitchen. Back on Netflix. Kind of an uphill battle. Vincent D'Onofrio pushed it out there. I think they had over like uh, like 65,000 signatures on the petition. But I... I don't think they care. I, Netflix. I mean, yeah. They'll be like, yeah, sure. If you can get it done, fucking put it on here, man. But it's not one of those things that uh, I see really happening. I see that it's going to be shelved until... Marvel can legally do something with it. Just like yeah, I'm not a, not a Daredevil fan. Yeah, you fell off on the second season, which actually a, lo- Look, a lot of people do. Be a superhero or be a hotshot lawyer. Yeah. Pick one! Yeah. You can't do both at the same time! <laughs> yeah. Pick one! The biggest case of your life. What are you going to do? Get a good night's rest? No, I'm going to go out on the town and get fucked up. <laughs> no, you idiot! I anyway, just, <laughs> I like the Daredevil series. I love that. That first season just captivated me. The second Freak's season, hitting the head to one too many times. Uh, the second season, knocking away with, all that law school out of his head. The second season with Punisher was also amazing. It was right, just so get that far. Uh, and Punisher and Elektra, and then how that tied in with de- uh, the Defenders. Like I just thought that that entire Netflix rant series, and we're still getting another season of Jessica Jones. We're still getting hopefully the Punisher. Be good. I'm really hoping, that, but reviews are in that Punisher amazing. the The worst rev- critique that I saw was the fact that we're not going to get to see any more of it. Probably. Ooh. Because they know what's coming. They're like, damn, it's so good that it's a fucking shame. I don't. Because this season is all about Frank becoming the Punisher and accepting that he's the Punisher. Mm -hmm. And I just, I'm so stoked for that. 
the really the that's kind of it, man. The uh, <clears throat> the one game the for free shit, I guess uh, you could kind of take away on that, which is Star Trek Fleet Commander. Yeah, it's a really good game. Stuff to put down. And what kind of uh, game is it? Like, is it more... Uh, you command a fleet, being yeah. the name Fleet Commander. You okay. got a little space station. Okay. You can move your space station around eventually. Okay. You, uh, they have a uh, little mining, which you just click on the uh, asteroid and say mine, and then you set the phone down, and you come back in 20 minutes. Okay, so it's still the to get resources. Time uh, you got your resources. There's our station. What's happening? Okay, so it has that city things. If you can make it city past. builder kind little of city builder esque, you can attack PVE. There's probably a PVP element, but I haven't quite figured it all out. Right, right. It's really good all around. So the PVE, you're in the starships that you have in your fleet. You're controlling the fleet of starships. You don't go in the starship, and it's top bottom. down. Yeah, yeah, top, top down, down top universe down. spinning. If you like Star uh, Trek, it's a good game. So, Not like that time one where different. Me- I'm like, I didn't yeah. couldn't sit through that one. Yeah, so that's definitely something out there. I like to throw out some free shit at you guys. The, definitely on the mobile market is easy to find a good game that. You may not have known that you're going to put in a lot of time. My buddy Dan that I mentioned earlier, he's putting in a lot of time into Dragalia Lost. Dragalia Lost has that a minor city builder aspect to where it unlocks certain parts of the modes and stories, but it has a lot of different things in there as well. So Dragalia Lost, Starfleet Commander, uh, or Star Trek Fleet Commander, definitely check them out. And uh, one thing that I did want to add is a local business nod at the end of this podcast. I wanted to toss out a nod to the Super Beverage in Brookhaven, PA. Yeah. The uh, Joe Rogan podcast. Joe Rogan recently had done a, a mention on Heineken Zero, which is a non-alcoholic Heineken. And Tastes is, just like Heineken. It's just like Heineken. And Except without all those pesky, pesky calories and alcohol. It was like 88 calories. It is 64. Oh, the Newcastle is 88. It is 69 calories, 16 grams of carbohydrates, zero fat. And the Super Beverage was the only place that was actually willing to go out of the way and actually order it up and get it in. And they let me know. They let, And I told him, and he went out and got it, and it's great. And you know what? Nod to those guys. The Super Beverage are great. Um, really want to start putting out there, me and the old man were talking about, putting out there just... Local businesses that just we want to you know help the fans be aware of local businesses because it definitely helps you because of the great stuff that you don't know is in your own community. Um, for those of you out in Oxford, obviously you have the uh, comic shop out there, the Hornet. Okay, I think that's the name. This is less relevant to people <coughs> in other wor- other countries. Yeah, so. yeah, no, no, but we d- we have people listening in Brazil too. So, like, fuck it, man. Clearly, if you're listening, you must speak (laughs) English and Portuguese. Any local business, we will put you out there. You just let your 
let your customers know about us, man. Just talk about the uh, tell them about our gaming podcast. We talk about games, movies, nerd culture, anything new and interesting in the world, and definitely love enjoying uh, seeing all the comments and love. And if you have any ideas on any kind of content or verses, if you yourself want to do a podcast and you have nobody produce it, you just want to talk and have somebody put it out and do all the legwork, man. T- contact us, P J A N D W H at gmail.com man the changers and wall hangers radio network is what we're trying to do we're trying to put out a lot of great content for you guys weekly next week we'll try to get the old man back in here and more and uh definitely want to put out the love there to thunderstorm radio my buddy uh brennan robinson has a uh podcast out there which is thunderstone labs on the soundcloud and all out on there like you're listening to us they go over music, man. The different kinds of uh, stuff that they listen to, and they talk about a lot of wild shit. Usually pornographic and sexual in nature, as most male conversations tend to lead. But definitely, if you're into it, something to check out there. Um, definitely love hearing you guys, uh, hearing some comments and likes and uh, suggestions from you guys. I appreciate you uh, checking us out, and we'll see you again next week. Thank you very much, boys and girls. I have been the Matt Man and my brother Steve. Thank you very much. Bye bye. This has been an episode of Perjangers Media, brought to you by Wallhangers Radio, PJWH.